Roger Hill with Radio Vermont. Hurricane season for the Atlantic Basin, which includes the Atlantic Ocean, the Caribbean Sea, and the Gulf of Mexico, runs officially from June 1st through November 30th. The climatological peak of the season occurs around the 10th of September. There is a secondary peak around the middle of October that is mainly for the Caribbean Sea and the Gulf of Mexico region. After the second peak, the number of storms typically drops off fairly quickly through the end of the season. From June through August, tropical cyclones origin shift from the Caribbean Sea to the Gulf of Mexico and into the Atlantic Ocean as the water temperatures become warmer and disturbances coming off the African coast can form more readily. This also is referred as the main development region in the subtropical Atlantic Ocean. This extends from approximately just offshore of the west coast of Africa, westward toward the westernmost sections of the Caribbean Sea. This vast amount of tropical ocean is a region where it is more often closely monitored for potential tropical system development during the course of a given Atlantic hurricane season. As the season progresses into October, the water temperatures in the Atlantic Ocean start to cool and wind shear increases, so the the majority of the tropical activity shifts back into the Caribbean Sea and Gulf of Mexico, where water temperatures are usually still very warm. About the months of October, most of the tropical cyclones form in the Caribbean Sea and the Gulf of Mexico and move north and then northeastward as the storms usually get carried away by an eastward-moving trough of lower pressure aloft. Depending on the exact circumstances, this setup can often bring storms close to the Florida Peninsula and sometimes drive them just offshore up the eastern seaboard, much like a nor'easter. A similar situation occurs for any storms that form during the last month of the season, November, although the number of storms is significantly less. It is important to establish the fact that during any given year, the tropical Atlantic main development region often will behave slightly different depending upon the exact oceanic and atmospheric conditions which are in place throughout the course of a given tropical Atlantic hurricane season. Hence, no one season is perfectly identical to another regardless of how similar the evolution of the storm formation and given storm intensity may be from one season to another. Thus, when trying to say that one year is reminding oneself of another year based on some given factor, you're more likely not correct since there are many unique surface, low-level, mid-level, and upper-level atmospheric conditions as well as corresponding oceanic factors that make every single global tropical cyclone season different from the next. One of the drivers for prediction of hurricane seasons in the Atlantic from year to year occurs in the Pacific Ocean with El Nino and La Nina. These are sea surface temperatures in the subtropical Pacific Ocean. One would think, huh, a different ocean. But these large-scale drivers of warm sea surface temperatures in the Pacific set up a high-velocity stream of air called the subtropical jet. The subtropical jet causes wind shear, which inhibits tropical cyclone formation. If an El Nino has a strong presence with subtropical Pacific waters warmer than usual, it increases the amount of wind shear across the Atlantic hurricane basin. Wind shear is bad for hurricanes and tropical storm production. It disrupts necessary conditions for tropical storms to form. Its opposite, La Nina, reduces the wind shear in the subtropical Atlantic, canceling out the subtropical jet stream. Therefore, in La Nina years, the Atlantic hurricane basin is much more active, lacking the wind shear to tear apart the upper levels of a developing tropical cyclone, and thus many more storms develop during La Nina years. Roger Hill, Radio Vermont.